So you're just going about your life, reaching your goals and your kick-ass dreams, and bam, something happens or someone happens. What happens when boundaries collide? That's what we're going to explore in today's episode, Boundary Setting for Dummies. You're listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, episode number 90. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Each week, I bring you inspiring messages to help you create the life you're meant to lead. Buckle up, buttercups. Welcome to the podcast. I am Creelan, and this week we are exploring all about boundaries. And this is the theme for the month of March. I've already started talking about it and I'm going to talk a lot more about how to set healthy boundaries this month. But today is kind of a primer for how do we set boundaries and what the frick are the boundaries for? Okay, so I love to talk about and compare dating to other areas of life. And in dating, boundaries seem a little bit clearer to me for some reason. There's things called non-negotiables, and we're going to talk about that in the tips that I have to offer you today on boundary setting. So thinking about dating and non-negotiables and what you want and what you don't want, you come up with these boundaries. And boundaries really have to do with how you want and expect to be treated. And the thing about that is that we we teach other people how to treat us in how we react to them and how we treat ourselves. Last month, I talked all about how to treat ourselves with love and respect. And this month, we're kind of diving into that other side of how to teach other people how to treat us. And we do that by setting boundaries. So I'm gonna go over four tips for how to set some really great boundaries with other people. The first one is to identify your non-negotiables. So going back to my example of dating, in dating you might have a non-negotiable such as smoking. So you won't date someone who smokes. Or you might have a non-negotiable of children. You might not want to date someone who has children. Or you might not want to date someone who has children who are under or over a certain age. So those are some examples. But when we talk about kind of general boundaries and how to set those with other people, we're also thinking about how other people treat us. So how they talk to us and how they act around us, what they say, what they do, all of those things go into this whole thing of non-negotiables. And I have a couple examples, and you might relate to this, but some non-negotiables might include things like this, criticizing, belittling, or condescending. Those might be non-negotiables for you. I know for me, when I'm around people who do those things, I feel very uncomfortable and it also can trigger things in me from my past. And I have done a lot of healing work on that stuff. So it's much easier for me to recognize 
when that stuff is triggering me and how to do it, which is how I'm able to kind of teach these things now because I've been through it. I've looked at it from so many different sides and I've been able to successfully manage a lot of these things and had success with the tools that I teach you guys. So tip one here is identifying your non-negotiables. So spend some time thinking about what your non-negotiables are. They might include some of the things that I mentioned, but there might be other things as well. In keeping in mind, this is how people treat you, right? So it could be what they say or what they do. So identifying those non-negotiables is crucial because how are you gonna know when the boundary has been upheld or it has been blown out of the water unless you know what the boundary is. So identifying those non-negotiables is number one. Number two is to know the consequences for crossing that boundary. So I'm gonna hop back over to my example of dating. And typically in dating, your non-negotiables, at least early on, are pretty easy to uphold as far as what the consequence is gonna be. So if you have a hard line in the sand about not wanting to date a smoker, then if you find out someone smokes, then it, you just don't date them or you stop dating them. So that's pretty cut and dry, but as we know, in most relationships that have been going on for a while, it's not always that easy and it's not always that cut and dry. So I want you to spend some time thinking about what the consequences could be for crossing the boundary. You might have a range of consequences. It might be as little as I'm not going to deal with this because it's not worth it all the way up to I'm never going to speak to this person again. But there's a whole spectrum of things in between and it's really important to take note and figure out what some of those points might be in between the two extremes. And when you think about the consequences, this isn't necessarily something that you're gonna tell the other person, but it could be. But it's things that you need to know for yourself. What are the possible consequences when someone crosses this boundary? The third thing is to share your boundary. And this is when you've been having some difficulty with someone for a while, or it's one of your non-negotiables and you just cannot be quiet about it. So how do you share your boundary? Well, first you wanna be respectful, okay? So you don't wanna get people on the defense. You just wanna say, this has been difficult for me, or I feel sad or angry or frustrated when this happens and just talk about it. Just talk about it in a way where you're coming from a place of integrity. You're coming from a place of just wanting to share, this is not okay with me. And it's not about judgment. It's not about getting a rise out of someone. It's just about expressing what's true for you and what's not okay. Remember, this is about teaching other people how to treat you. The last step or tip in boundary setting, so now you've identified your non-negotiables, you've um, figured out what the consequences are for crossing the boundaries, you've shared the boundary or figured out how you can share the boundary. The next step is to enforce 
the boundary. So remember, you've figured out what your possible consequences are for crossing the boundary. And sometimes you've got someone who just continually crosses that boundary and you're going to need to enforce the boundary. Here's the thing. When you say, this isn't okay with me, and then you even go a step further and say, if you continue to do this, A will happen or B will happen or C will happen and they continue to do it and then there's no consequences, what are you teaching someone? Well, you're teaching them that they can continually cross your boundaries without consequence. And at some point, you're gonna have to figure out, is that gonna be okay with me? Enforcing the boundary means that you've told someone if they do this, then this will happen. And then when that happens, you have to follow through. So it's really about following through on what the consequences are for crossing that boundary. And this can be really challenging, but I'm gonna tell you from the other side of it, because I have been on both sides of that spectrum of not dealing with my boundaries to putting some really hard lines in the sand. When you get to that point of enforcing the boundary, there is such a feeling of power. There is such a feeling of accomplishment and of, wow, like I really, I've stood up for myself. I'm really strong and it just boosts your confidence. So it's really about enforcing and making sure that you allow yourself to be treated the way that you deserve to be treated. And that includes sticking up for yourself and not letting other people walk all over you. So I hope you enjoyed those four tips for how to set boundaries and go kick some boundary ass. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. If you've been inspired, please share the podcast with your friends. You can find us on iTunes or at Creelin.com. K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com.